your message on five seven oh part what one please send us your message because really we've got no message This is Y'all, y'all heard. heard, a podcast for me, Marissa Phillips, and me, Pete Phillips, are not related for yet another month. And this is a podcast that happens once a week, and it's kind of like, we are like the sun that peeks out from behind a cloud and shines yeah. some light upon you, and there's a lot of things yeah. you get from that light, most of which is life, and our podcast gives you life. <laughs> In other words, <laughs> we tell you things. You didn't know you needed to know. And if you heard me say we're not related for another month, yes, we do go month to month checking yeah, in to yeah. see whether or not we are yet related. we got to do a DNA test every month. <laughs> yeah. So, Pete, how are you? I'm okay. I had a small update for you, though. Small but important. Okay. My mom checked with the funeral director. Oh, okay. And the funeral director says, if you provide a picture... And you also indicate what type of makeup you want to use. Oh, good. Then you can put that in with your funeral paperwork, and they will do what you want to do. Okay, so, guys, if you are like, what? (laughs) Uh, I think we talked on the last episode, although me and Pete have talked about this personally for the majority of our friendship, about how important it is that if I die unexpectedly, uh, you know, earlier than we expect... That Pete needs to make sure I, if I have an open casket, that I look like myself and have cat eye eyeliner. Pete's mother, God bless her, barely (laughs) flinched when we asked her over dinner if she knew about (laughs) whether or not this could be done. And she was like, what? Pete's not in charge of your after death plans? And I was like, oh, (laughs) but today, in fact, partially he is. And, um, yeah, because I've told some people before, guys, I'm not morbid. I, I'm not going to kill myself. I'm not expecting to die. I just care about these things. And sometimes I bring these things up to people, and they're very uncomfortable. Yeah. We're both real chill with it. So, Pete, I'm glad. And at some point, I will update you with the manner of <laughs> eyeliner that would need to be used. Okay, right. guys, I hope I die much later in life. I hope I have maybe a family. I don't know. Uh... I mean, no. I live like a husband. Do I want children? I don't know. I just hope I have a family. I live a long life. I'm just saying. Well, even if I'm old, I want that too. So I'm just saying, guys. I just really want to be buried with eyeliner. Because what I hate more than anything. I'm sorry. This this could take my how are you. uh, What I care about more than anything is what an injustice is done to people after they die. Their lives are simplified. They're buried looking a way they didn't normally look. People just always say that they're nice. like, And they can't not, do anything about it. Yeah, guys. I just care a lot about the p- way people are portrayed after death, which is usually inaccurate. So <laughs> I'm done. Pete, how are you? That'll be my how are you. I'm okay. Um, but for those of you who follow my life story. We all do. It's it's NBA season, and so I get to watch some games again. And all right. And 
I picked a new team this year, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, why? Well, they picked up a bunch of people that I liked from other teams, and and I've always kind of been like, they're kind of cool. I like Jared Allen. He's their center. Um, So I was like, yeah, let's, let's do it. Cool. All right. So one of the things that I love about watching the games is you get to see timeout and court, quarterly entertainment, and they have so much stuff. <laughs> what kind of entertainment? What do you mean? They have Cavs Powerhouse, which is a dance team, a precision dance group open cool. to both men and women, featuring tricks, tumbling, and extremely dynamic choreography. Okay. Then, do they do stuff in you, like synchronized yeah but like are they really good at it because when you said precision i was thinking of like beautiful synchronicity um i think it's it's a more dancey i don't know i wouldn't consider what they do beautiful but i love when people do synchronized dancing and they sacrifice their life to making sure it's accurate to a point where you can't tell one person is out of step because if you're doing synchronized dancing and it's not totally synchronized don't bother yeah you either give I mean, your whole life to it or you don't do it. It's against the definition. Yeah. So they also have a scream team, and this is a dance crew of animated street style hip hop dancers known for their gravity defying breakdance stunts. Do you say a scream team? Like horror screams? Yeah. Like crowd scream. Like, oh, okay. It'd <laughs> be cool if they had like a horror bent to them. They also have the 216 sticks. Which is a drum line using buckets, trash cans, and anything that can help make a body moving beat. I'm sorry, so they do this anytime anyone has a timeout? Yeah, they have all these options to choose from, like who's going to go out on the court now. Who chooses? I don't know, whoever plans it. Because <laughs> I didn't get to the pogo years. <laughs> no. I don't like that. Are they on pogo sticks? Which is a group of incredible athletes who will be throwing down flips and performing incredible tricks on extreme pogo sticks. I'm sorry. What's an extreme pogo stick? I don't know. Maybe it goes higher. I don't... It's more spring-loaded. This sounds ridiculous. Then they have the minis, which is kids from 4 to 12, a fun, enthusiastic group of kids who love entertaining. They dance. Then you've got the wine and goldies. Now, wine is one of the colors, which is weird, I know, of one of the Cavaliers. Wine is one of the colors. Um, okay. A group of local seniors that have the moves. This animated co-ed dance crew performs on center court uh, to classic hits, oldies but goodies. <laughs> I like that they're co-ed. Then they have the slam squad, which no. is people who okay. do, who do slam dunks. How many do you fucking do? Then they have no limits, which is... An enthusiastic group of special needs dancers who enjoy performing for the best fans in the NBA. Then they have three. You know, that's really cool. I have never seen a special needs dance squad in my life. That's awesome. Yes, they have three mascots. <laughs> and if you can believe it, there's not a podcast where they talk about sports mad- mascots. And I don't have the ability to take that on right now because I have a job. <laughs> But Whammer is a polar bear. I don't know. You know, like all the other polar bears in Cleveland. Yeah. He's retired, but sometimes he comes back. Uh, okay. And they have a dog named Moondog. I don't know why. Okay. And then they have a cavalier, a human that they call Sir Cece. 
And, uh, yeah, he's just dressed as a cavalier. He's got a big feathery hat and shit. Sir Cece? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I heard everything you said, but I got very confused. Are you telling me that all of this, all of these people are affiliated with the Cleveland Cavaliers? Yes, yes. And Do sometimes they bring in other people. Bullshit? Do most teams have all this bullshit? No, I not this much. Do the Cleveland <laughs> Cavaliers make that much money? They pretty much all have a dance team. Some of I've seen a lot of them have kids come out and dance, but I haven't seen like a two one six sticks anywhere. I mean, everyone should have a special needs dance team. I'm, I'm not saying that's a joke. I think that's really cool. I have not seen pogo dan- pogo people anywhere. I mean, no one wants this. <laughs> I have seen them have kids come out and play basketball too, which they also do. It just doesn't have its own name. Like, like kids that don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like, like tiny children, or like kids that that sacrifice their life to be good at basketball. They're little kids, but they seem pretty good. I want them to just be like fucking. They can make like, a basket. I was gonna say, be fucking dumb. Why am I so aggressive? <laughs> Sorry. Um, but also on their opening game, they had a woman who was from uh, America's Got Talent, and her talent was. Hold on, Marissa. Her talent was dance painting. And what Does she, she would... dance with paint on her feet, and then a picture is there. No, she dances while she paints, which is mostly her shifting her hip back and forth while she's <laughs> painting. And I hate America's Got Talent so much because you can't compare a like twenty-person dance troupe to a stand-up comedian. To someone who does that. Yeah. That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> and what I loved was they had a tarp under her, but at a certain point in one of her kicks, she knocked over the paint. And it was like, I felt like one of those bounty commercials where, <laughs> where they knock over something and everybody's like, no! <laughs> oh, that would make me so aggravated. Because I was like, oh my god, if the paint hits the floor, that's going to like mess up the whole game like they're gonna have to sit there with paint thinner or whatever to get this oh, stuff that's off awesome. oh yeah that's some high stakes shit i love this <laughs> and now i want to watch the cleveland cavaliers so i'm sorry you see all this if you're watching it on the tv um it's the stuff that you see in between like while commercials are on but then what would you be seeing if you weren't watching the cavaliers oh other teams will do similar things Oh, okay. This is but they'll bring people in. And I, I heard what you said before. Do they have that much money? I don't think they pay the kids or the seniors or... <laughs> Ew! Uh, that's not okay. Maybe they make a donation or something like that to them. Uh, oh, something that would seniors? be... And for a moment I forgot what you said, and I thought there was like a senior citizen dance trip, but I was really excited. Oh, yeah. There is one? Yeah, that's the um, Wine and Goldies. Oh, that's awesome. Everyone should have a senior citizen dance group also. A lot of them do. Watch the movie Palms. (laughs) (laughs) But Uh, I am holding everything up here by talking about basketball. Marissa, would you like your icebreaker? Yes, please. Icebreaker. So I used your Discovery Plus account yesterday. Okay. So that I could finally watch... Uh, Kesha's ghost show. Oh shit, I forgot about that. I'm just too busy watching Halloween Baking Championship. Uh, um, 
the last episode Kesha has Big Frida on, and it was very enjoyable. I don't know about the ones before that. Should I know who that is? I don't know who that is. You don't have to. Okay. The first one has Whitney Cummings, and I don't really like her. You know what? Um, Quick question. Don't need to answer. Why does anyone like Whitney Cummings? (laughs) Ooh, burn. But real question. She had a few specials a little while ago, I guess. Then didn't she have a show that was barely a show and wasn't funny? And I don't know how it even made it on the air. If you like Whitney Cummings, Cummings, tell me why. I'm 570-POD-WOD1. Yeah, you don't have to come up with a good excuse. Yeah, I literally want to know. Okay. So my question is, doesn't have to be a haunting type show, but if you could put a celebrity on, I'm going to say like a paranormal type reality show. Who would it be? Ooh, that's a good question. Can you answer first if you have something in mind? Hmm. Okay, let's both think. Okay, so I'm gonna I'll first say dead because I can tell you that, and then I'll answer alive after you answer. Dead, uh, meaning if he was still alive, I would like one that featured Prince. Okay. Um Ooh, you know what? I want all people that I consider somewhat otherworldly. So I would have either David Bowie, Prince, or still living Tilda Swinton. Interesting. And and are they investigating aliens or, like, all paranormal? No, not aliens. (laughs) Yeah, it depends on the paranormal. Like, a different celebrity for different paranormal. Like, Kevin Bacon for Bigfoot. Bigfoot? Bigfoot. Tilda Swinton for demons. Um, Aliens? I'd still watch Tom DeLonge. (laughs) (laughs) How about you? I was going in a similar vein, and I was going to say, like, oh, how about Dennis Rodman? But then I was like, no, he takes himself too seriously these days. I'd watch Shaq talk about aliens. So I'm going to just arbitrarily pick Ricky Martin. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for anything or for a certain kind? And we're going to put him on a ghost show. I like that. So he can be regularly that. scared. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. I would definitely watch that. Yeah, that's an interesting question. You know what? I'm sure I'll have like a better answer later. Yeah, me too. That's what I'm thinking. Right off the top of my head, yeah, I'm good with what I said. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, if it's ghosts, I want Kristen Stewart so she can live out a real-life version of that personal shopper movie she did. <laughs> that was really weird and kind of bad. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. Guys, speak... Guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I guess guys. I'm talking to everyone. Uh, speaking of... Not really scary, but... Uh, Kind of good and kind of bad. Pete might think that I'm going into this too early, but I'm going to be fully transparent as to why I picked the topic. Did I do this topic before? Maybe a version of it, but I definitely didn't get the information I got today. Uh, Is this going to be fruitcake again? No, it's not going to be fruitcake. <laughs> I was sitting and I was like, let me not to find, let me really find something I want to read about because I just didn't have a topic. And I was like, I know we're not the only people that celebrate Thanksgiving, but I'm so bored by our Thanksgiving. I find Thanksgiving like, so boring. Uh, also, I know it's problematic, but I'm just saying, like, in terms of like 
current traditions, not looking at the history. I find Thanksgiving boring. I find what we eat boring. And I was like, come on, people, tell me cool things you eat. So I wanted to see, like, who else celebrates Thanksgiving and what they do and what they eat. Uh, while researching that, I got, you know, some, some, some interesting things about different people's Thanksgivings. And then I found how little I know about U.S. history. <laughs> and that was upsetting to me. Uh, so there are, there are, there are, like, uh, like about a, a little more than a dozen countries that, like, have official Thanksgiving. Uh, that they celebrate, but I'm going to focus on four, and we're going to just, it's a light topic, I'm not even going to go deep, uh, I go a little deep on the one that I was like, oh, this seems more complex, but then I stopped myself, because I don't trust myself with very <laughs> heavy topics, uh, but anyway, so today we're going to talk about a little bit about Canadian tradition, nope, not Canadian traditions, <laughs> Thanksgiving traditions in... Canada, Germany, Liberia, and Japan. I'm changing uh, my person to Michael Rappaport. Oh, oh yeah. Because what? he acts so tough and I want to see him get scared. Yeah, that would be Plus, funny. I hate him. I think he sucks. Yeah, he's really weird. <laughs> uh, okay. Are we starting um, in Canada? Yeah, we're going to start with Canada. Pete... What would you... So, I'm going to give you each country, and I want you to tell me what you think they eat on this. Ham. Okay. Canadian okay. bacon. Yeah, that is definitely some stuff that, that shows up. Oh, yeah, the other thing I learned, besides the fact that I don't know our history, or any world history, is that we definitely eat more than everyone else. <laughs> oh, yeah, because yeah. everyone, it was just like, they celebrate it, but they don't care about food as much as America. And I was like, okay. Shut up. Okay. What are they doing instead? Just being thankful? <laughs> there's food... Well, I would say there's food uh, wrapped in, except for Japan really just really rubs it in that they are not obese as a country. <laughs> anyway. So, Pete, did you know that Canada's first Thanksgiving... Actually, ah, first Thanksgiving celebration predates America's by more than 40 years. In 1578, there was an expedition led by the English navigator Martin Frobisher, and he held a ceremony in the place that is now called Nunavut, <laughs> giving thanks for the safety of their fleet and their travels. And this is considered the first ever Thanksgiving celebration in North America. Granted, it's worth noting that the indigenous people of both Canada and North America have been holding harvest festivals long before any European claimed it was a thing, but we just don't acknowledge that. Yeah, they so, were all ungrateful. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> this first uh, Canadian Thanksgiving consisted of a simple but <laughs> uh, reportedly delicious combination of salted beef and mushy peas and hockey pucks yeah i don't think that i think that's some editorializing in the article i read because how do you know that's delicious <laughs> doesn't sound delicious to me um so actually canadian thanksgiving didn't really have a set date at first it moved around all of the calendar from mid-april to november uh before the canadian government finally settled on the second monday of october 
interesting. I feel like we already have... Well, I wonder... See, I, I was wondering... I don't know if Canada celebrates Halloween. Because we definitely can't handle both of those things. In, no, in but our- I think... I wonder weather-wise if their harvest season is mm, earlier because yeah. they're more north. Well, the fact they're having it in fucking April. Yeah, I do wonder that. Um... In 1957, the Canadian Parliament made the holiday official with the following proclamation. A day of general... Hear ye, hear ye, eh? (laughs) Yes. Sorry, I'll stop. (laughs) A day of general thanksgiving to Almighty God for the bountiful harvest with which Canada has been blessed to be observed in the second Monday in October. Uh, Thanksgiving traditions in Canada look very similar to American ones, including eating turkey, boring... And watching football, football. Oh my God, that's the worst part of Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, with your family, so basically you, you do sit down and have a meal and you watch football and you'd be super boring. My brother-in-law, uh, he's like a cool football guy, because he's like into Canadian football. What's the difference? And I feel like that's like saying like, yeah, I like rock, but like, I like hard rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I like okay. the shit you've never heard of. <laughs> Cool. Man, Aaron's always in the car putting on a hard rock station, like, singing along to, like, Hoobastank, and he, like, likes... What the fuck is that band that sings, like, Duhast? Duhast. Romstein? Yeah, and I'm like, what's wrong with you? (laughs) Anyway, sorry, it's neither here nor there. Uh, Canadian Thanksgiving is notably more low-key than its American counterpart. And uh, the holiday takes place on a Monday, but employers are not required to give workers the day off. You will also notice that m- most people's Thanksgiving is like, who fucking cares? Maybe we'll give it off, maybe we won't. Uh, so people actually usually gather on the Sunday before because you might not have it off on, on, on Monday. Um, and Thanksgiving meals vary by province. Canada's pretty big. Uh, for example, if you live in Newfoundland, uh, you might enjoy what is known as a jigs dinner. I don't know why it's called that. A jigs dinner is a boiled meat dish. Ooh. Accompanied by a split pea pudding. Ooh. And then you Which, dance on it. You do a jig. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is, and this is like sort of supposed to like be a callback to the original dinner. Uh, if you live in Ontario, you might enjoy sweet butter tarts or syrup filled pastry shells. See, this is what I wanted. I wanted. What to are they filled with? Syrup filled. I don't even understand oh. how that works. Um, and in Canada's Canadian Living's 2022 Ultimate Thanksgiving Dinner Guide, uh, there are some recipes included, like cider glazed turkey. Squash and quinoa pilaf, sausage and apple stuffing, and pumpkin pie. So Canadians are fucking boring like us. So I just wanted to start from the uh, most similar to the least similar. Uh, If you're a listener and you're like, man, I like Thanksgiving. I love all the food that we get, and I like watching football. It's okay. uh, Marissa's just being judgy. Yeah, I am being judgy, okay? Actually, maybe I'm not going from the most similar to the least similar. I think Germany and Liberia. I think Liberia is a little closer, but Liberia is the heavy one, which I'm going to wait <laughs> to delve into that one. Um, oh, also, I will pronounce everything wrong, I assume. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm sorry. Newfoundland. Oh. <laughs> uh, the German equivalent of Thanksgiving is... Erntedankfest, 
which is Ernkadankfest. Ernkadankfest, which is for Stanford. Check out the katank on that one. I don't. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> which means the Harvest Festival of Fame. This is a religious holiday that often takes place on the first Sunday in October. People really like their Octobers. Although different places mark the occasion on various dates in September and October. You also see that a lot of countries just don't give a shit about having Thanksgiving on a certain day. They'll just be like, I'll celebrate it when I feel like it. Um, and so in Germany, this is a holiday. Uh, it basically just like observes the rural harvest time. Uh, it's mostly has a lot of church services. Uh, sometimes there's a parade, music, and a general country fair atmosphere. And in larger cities, Erntedankfest is sponsored by the Protestant and Catholic Church. Pete's laughing every time I say Erntedankfest. <laughs> anyway, during a typical Erntedankfest, <laughs> celebrants may carry an Erntekron. That that has the wrong accent, uh, which is a <laughs> harvest crown full of grain, fruit, and flowers, and they may carry it to the church in a solemn procession. Ooh, that sounds fun. I'm sorry. Well, On their heads? It just says they carry it. But you said it's a crown? Yes. Okay. Maybe they carry it on their heads. Maybe they carry it on your hands. Pete, you could do whatever you want with a crown. Good luck carrying it on your feet, though. That's uh, true. Uh, food for the celebration includes either a turkey or the following turkey substitutes. This is my favorite part. Okay. Some of these turkey substitutes may include... <laughs> my favorite part is not the way I'm going to pronounce these. <laughs> Masunchen, which are chickens bred to be fattened up for more meat. Okay. Next, we have Dukapon. A castrated rooster that is fed until he's heavier than the average rooster and ready for a feast. I'm sorry, why is he castrated? I, do you think that affects the flavor? Yeah, you think just like fattening him up, he'd be too tired to have, have more babies that, or something. Yeah, or dipolard, which is a sterilized hen that is all, also fattened up. Why are they de-sexing all of their chickens to eat them? Maybe by fattening them up, you're, like, ruining their genes. So you want to, like, castrate them before? Uh, this is all I, speculation. I if you're a German, give us a call at 570-POD-WOD-1. Tell us why you love to castrate birds. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I didn't want to look up why, because I like the mystery. Uh, however, like most other Thanksgiving holidays, Erntedankfest is not as big as it is in America, and it's not even like a big family get-together feast day. It's like a celebration time, but it's not as family-centric. And uh, following most Erntedankfest celebrations, the unused food is distributed to the needy, which I think people like to think happens in America, but does it really? I don't think so. Yeah, it Maybe depends on it, how but... you define needy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now we're going to go to Liberia. Liberia is the only African African nation that officially celebrates Thanksgiving. It's also uh, the only African nation to have a Michael Jackson song. Oh, yeah, Liberian Girl, that's a good song. Um, the West African Republic of Liberia has somewhat American-style Thanksgiving traditions. Uh, in the early 1880s, Liberia's government passed an act declaring the first Thursday of November as National Thanksgiving Day. 
And this is a largely Christian holiday. Churches might auction off baskets filled with local fruits, like papayas and mangoes, after their church services. And then local families might have a feast, though, again, not to the same scale as in the U.S. However, there's no real official meal, and Liberians might eat items such as spicy roast chicken, mashed cassava, or jollof rice. I will say, I've read and heard about jollof rice many times. I don't know exactly what it is, but it looks really yummy. And I don't want to look it up in case it's not as exciting as I like to imagine it. And what was the middle thing? Uh, mashed cassava, like a, like a root. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I also saw like someone eating like fried plantains. Um, Liberians might also have live concerts and go out dancing, which sounds way more fun than what Thanksgiving. I'm sorry. I'm judgy. Let me stop being judgy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Nobody's stopping you from going out and dancing on Thanksgiving, Marissa. I, I don't know. <laughs> I just want to say. I like an eating holiday. When I was saying that, you know, Americans eat a lot, I wasn't like, oh, I don't like the eating part of Thanksgiving. No, I love eating. But I find the foods we eat so boring. I don't really like turkey. It's not really like a a, a holiday where somebody's like, hey, we're going to shake things up this year and go Italian. Like, it it is. It's expected that it's going to be the same food every year. And that I guess you're going to abstain from it all year so that it's special. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's so boring. I'm actually like sort of happy that like me and and Aaron can't go anywhere, so we're just gonna eat a rotisserie chicken because I feel like you could flavor a rotisserie chicken better. No one ever flavors a giant turkey in any interesting way to me. Anyway, I I take offense to that. Maybe that's a problem with the people I know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I will admit, and I am not all up on my world history. So when I was like, oh, Liberia is the only place in Africa that has... Did you find out that Liberia is in America? What? No. (laughs) No. Do you know why, like, they have an American, like, a slightly more American Thanksgiving thing? Uh, Probably colonial... Colonialization? Yeah, colonization? Thank you! Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So Liberia was founded in the 19th century by freed and emancipated uh, slaves from the U.S. Did you know that? No. Me neither. The emigration... I would think you'd want to leave all that American shit behind and just start over. (laughs) It was so... I was just like, why didn't I know this? The emigration of these African Americans was funded... Uh, and organized by an organization called the American Colonization Society. It grew into a colony and eventually became a commonwealth and achieved independence in 1947. Okay, so I want to start this by saying, like, at first I was just like, I googled, like, what do people, like, or what other countries have Thanksgiving? And I got this, like, article that had these short and pithy little features about Thanksgiving around the world. And Liberia had, like, a long paragraph but really not that much information. And when they discussed Liberia, the site simply said, quote, freed slaves from the United States established Liberia in the early 1820s with help from the American Colonization Society, a private organization that believed returning African Americans to the country of their origins would provide them with greater opportunity, help spread Christianity to Africa, and quote, unquote, solve the issue of slavery in the United States. I added, quote, unquote. It just said solve. And their slogan was, go back to where you came from. <laughs> yeah. And then I just moved on to the foods and the activities. It the is holidays. odd that they would go into that much explanation. <laughs> yeah, and I just, like, read that. And I was like, that doesn't sound exactly... Like, 
what am I supposed to take from that? <laughs> and I was like, that paragraph, like, frames the American Colonization Society as, like, neutral to possibly, like, I wouldn't say positive, but I wouldn't say negative. <laughs> and I was just like, that's a weird thing. Yeah. And then I was also like, why have I not heard about this? So, this in, in and of itself, I feel like, is worthy of its own podcast. But considering the admittedly slapdash nature of the research I do in terms of when I research the show, I do not feel like I am well-equipped to do a whole episode on this, though I feel like I could have. Uh, but I do feel like I do need to say a little bit more than what was said on that website. <laughs> so, um, the American Colonization Society... Uh, was was said to be founded in response to what was seen as a growing social problem in the U.S., which was what to do with newly freed slaves. <laughs> what the to number, do with all these blacks? Yeah, basically. So the number of free people of color grew steadily following the American Revolution. Enslaved owners... It's like you didn't have a problem putting them anywhere when you owned them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then slave owners feared that these freed slaves might help other still enslaved people uh, escape or rebel. In addition to that, many white Americans believed that African Americans were an inferior race and therefore should be relocated to a place where they could theoretically, I added theoretically, live in peace. Um, so it's worth noting that the first effort to establish a colony uh, in, in, now, in, in Africa proved disastrous and disease absolutely decimated early settlers. And then a second attempt proved to be more quote-unquote successful, but it should come at no surprise that this colonization effort was all around filled with wild amounts of complexity and controversy. So I was like, ooh, let me read about Thanksgiving from an actual Liberian, not just these weird, pithy articles about how does everyone do Thanksgiving around the world? Um, Bilfena Yahon, again, I, I pronounced it wrong, a Liberian independent archivist in Baltimore told the New York Times, Thanksgiving, I don't know, it's always complicated for me. Uh, it gives us an opportunity to celebrate and to engage in the food and be reminded once again of the festivities of our culture. Uh, but on the other hand, I know a lot of Liberians see Thanksgiving as a way to celebrate freedom. And even then, I question it because it's like, you wasn't free, we still ain't free. And she added that Liberia's origin story needs to be interrogated further. For her, part of the reason Liberians celebrate Thanksgiving is just because of colonialism. It was forced on us, she said. So basically, some people in Liberia and Liberian immigrants choose to celebrate Thanksgiving, like, mostly as a religious occasion, and if they live in U.S., you know, like, they'll, they'll, they'll use it as a holiday to eat, you know, food of their culture. Uh, but there are many Liberians and Liberian immigrants who really find Thanksgiving uh, as a point of contention because of its U.S. and co colonizing origins. Mm -hmm. So, again, I apologize that, I, I mean, I feel like that needs uh, even more detail, but... Boy, oh boy, is there a lot to unpack there. If you're interested, I say look it up yourself and read up on it. And also, again, why did I not know that? 
<laughs> I feel like that's a huge thing. You didn't know any of that, did you? No. Yeah. Um, shouldn't that be like a big thing in a book we were taught? <laughs> I'm sure there are a few books about it. Like, no, I mean like that we were taught in public school? No, I'm or, sure there's so many of, of these types of things. I was like haunted. I just like sat there and I was like, what? <laughs> I feel like a total ignorant asshole that I didn't know that. So I don't want to end on that note, though. <laughs> it actually looks like there are several instances of organizations <laughs> yeah. okay, doing we, this, not just the one that you found. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I believe it. I just, like... There is a page um, on Wikipedia called the Back to Africa Movement. This article is presented as part of a series on the politics of the United States. It always leaves me shook when there is something so huge in our history that I I heard of, like, today, and I'm 36. Mm-hmm. So, oof. I'm going to read up on that myself. Again, I don't want to do a whole article, uh, a whole episode on that because... I feel like to do it justice, I would have to read. I feel like... <laughs> I would have to I, read. No, no, no. <laughs> I would have to read a whole bunch of things. Yeah. And I basically should write a paper on that if I was in college. But I don't feel like the amount of time I have to put into this podcast would be able to do it justice. But boy, was that interesting mm-hmm. and upsetting. Uh, so let's end on a lighter note. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I would say this is, this is the furthest from ours because uh, food seems to be an afterthought. Uh, but Japan has an official Thanksgiving. Uh, their variation on Thanksgiving is called Kinro Kansha no Hai, uh, which translates to Labor Thanksgiving Day, which evolved from an ancient rice harvest festival called Ninamesai, uh, the roots of which go back as far as the 7th century AD. And during the Meiji area, which was 1868 to 1912, uh, the date of the festival was set as November 23rd, and it has remained the same since. So the modern tradition of Labor Thanksgiving Day uh, began in 1948, uh, just three years after World War II ended, as a celebration of the rights of Japan's workers. Today, the public observes it as a national holiday, uh, but with none of the huge feasting that is seen in the American holiday. Uh, instead, labor organizations lead events at which citizens are encouraged to celebrate the principles of hard work and community involvement. To mark the occasion, children often make thank you cards for policemen, firefighters, or other municipal workers. I find that nice. We yeah. do have Labor Day, but I don't feel like anyone does anything to celebrate anyone. No, the whole point is we don't labor on Labor yeah. Day. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, ahead of time, they could, like, have kids make fun cards or something instead of just putting everything on sale because retail workers still work. Anyway, I just feel like this is kind of nice. Um, Most businesses, not most, a lot of businesses are still open on Labor Thanksgiving Day uh, with mostly only government services closed. Um, But Thanksgiving Day in Japan acts more like just like a day of rest and to give thanks to the labor force. Uh, in recent years, though, there is a growing number of Westerners in Japan. So people have started to adopt some Westernized uh, things uh, of Thanksgiving. And now sometimes they'll host large potluck parties. Uh, similar to Western countries, yeah, during these gatherings, there'll be friends and families 
and they'll eat but more traditional Japanese dishes um, like fish, rice, and tea, and um, just, you know, Japanese food is generally healthier than ours. Um, but uh, many Tokyo restaurants, some of the popular Tokyo chain restaurants, uh, have started offering like more Western style Thanksgiving meals to to sort of make some of the Westerners in the country uh, get a taste of home. And I was like, ooh, let me see. Because I knew there would have to be like a little bit of a twist. Um, so just two two restaurants that do offer like Western style Thanksgiving around this time. There's T.Y. Harbor, which is one of the most popular restaurants for Thanksgiving meals for foreigners in Japan. The full course menu offers creamy seafood chowder with shrimp, scallops, and mussels, roasted turkey with mushroom gravy, and a classic pumpkin tart. So kind of, kind of similar to ours except for the seafood chowder, which I wanted to mention because I play Animal Crossing, and for some reason, not for some reason, for a good reason, never mind, uh, Animal Crossing is a Japanese game. So they always make you make a Japan, uh, make a Thanksgiving meal, and it always has like seafood chowder, and I'm always like, what? But yeah, Japan has a lot of seafood, so that makes sense. Now. Um, and uh, there's a Tokyo restaurant called Soul Food House that will offer pumpkin soup, apple nut salad, and a honey smoked turkey. So if you find yourself in Japan around Thanksgiving time, you can still get a taste of home, plus some scallops. <laughs> So I will say I wanted wilder Thanksgiving foods, but I just thought it was interesting to kind of see like how it how what it could have been the what what would have like put you over the moon with excitement. <sighs> I just want like I don't know. I want I wanted things I couldn't even dream of. Yeah. <laughs> I always, guys, I'm obsessed. I for someone who like can like if somebody sit- said. Oh, in Belgium for Thanksgiving they have pizza and wings. No, that's boring. See, like I'm not sure what's going to impress you, Marissa. I want like. Oh. In Belgium for Thanksgiving they actually eat the fattest member of the family. <laughs> no, I want like. <laughs> oh, we have like a like a like a fish tart and uh, and lingonberry licorices. And we dine with a cup of mead. Like, I wanted, like, I don't know. I want something really fun. Guys, I'm always chasing food excitement just to look at. After this, I was like, you're not doing it for me. And then I opened uh, I opened up a Japanese Denny's menu and a Japanese Pizza Hut menu. And I looked at all those wild flavors of things that are being sold there. But uh, I was hoping that Japanese Denny's would have, like, a... An attempt at a Western, a Western thing, but all they had were like different hamburger steaks with with uh, with gravy. Which Pete, have you had a hamburger steak? It's delicious. No, it's just like I don't know. It's like a ground beef steak. It's just like a patty of ground beef with with like gravy on it. It's delicious. Okay. Anyway, I, w- I was really hoping there would be a Thanksgiving, like a sort of Thanksgivingified pizza at Japanese Pizza Hut. But Pizza Huts in Asia often put mayonnaise, corn, or jelly on their pizza. <laughs> so I was oh, hoping like, okay. it would be like cranberry sauce and like yeah. turkey and like like I I wonder. I'm gonna check back a little closer to Thanksgiving. So I don't know. Thought it was interesting. Uh, sometimes Tyson puts out chicken nuggets that are turkey nuggets, 
and the breading is made of sweet potato. Ooh, that's kind of fun. I yeah. like that. I like that a lot. Um, Pete, what is your favorite Thanksgiving thing? Uh, traditionally, it used to be the cranberries because I'm a sweetheart. Mm. <laughs> All right. Um, Recently, I- though, I have been, contrary to popular belief, flavoring the turkey quite well and so often i enjoy that part uh picture didn't happen save me a piece and mail it to me or else i don't believe it um when i used to go to my grandma's house for thanksgiving i think i recall we would have a roast pork in addition to Mm -hmm. the turkey and that was my favorite part or Oh, wait. Oh, no. Wait. Yeah, they would have roast pork, and then I think also they would stuff the turkey with roast pork, and that was delicious. Turkey's whatever. Um, So that was the best part. This year, it's just two people that barely know how to cook, so we're going to buy rotisserie chicken, which I'm going to like because I'm going to air fry it. I'm going to spatchcock it and air fry it, and then... I'm going to buy gluten-free stuffing out of a box and just just revel in eating pieces of bread. (laughs) Yep. Are you looking forward to your seasoned turkey? What do you season it with? I don't know. I just kind of make it up on the spot, you know. I'm naturally talented. What do you season it with? No, you don't. (laughs) Yeah, no, my mom has some seasonings, and then I just kind of mix them together until it smells good. Oh, that sounds fun. Like, give me two seasonings. slap them all over. Give me... Okay, that's weird. Slap them all Don't over. That. Don't say that. <laughs> Rosemary's well, on the list. Oh, I do love a rosemary. All right, guys. Well, yeah. So I know it's not Thanksgiving yet, but let's let's kick off the season. Halloween's over, sadly. Uh, and get with excited. the prices out there, it's good to buy some of this Thanksgiving stuff early, so you can go get your. I don't remember a damn thing that Marissa said. <laughs> what that I was gonna eat. The foods that you talked about. All I said was a rotisserie chicken and stuff. No, no, from the other countries. Oh, if people wanted uh, to, like, have a Japanese Thanksgiving. If you want your... Um, Buy a lot of seafood. I remember you want that. Your, your syrup-filled tarts from Canada. Your jollof rice uh, from Liberia. Or your... Ooh, what did Germans eat? Pretzels. Okay. I forgot what they eat, but... Uh, yeah, Ugh, guys, I just want Christmas. I could just skip over Thanksgiving. Or I'd rather just eat a celebratory meal on Cyber Monday. Thanksgiving should be after Christmas because then people should be thankful for what they received at Christmas. Mm, you know what? Too true. Too true, Pete. Anyway, guys, if you want to tell us why you love Thanksgiving or why you love Brittany Cummings, is that who we said? Whitney yeah, Cummings. Whitney Cummings, yeah. Call yeah. us at 570-POD-WOD-1. Or call us, nope, don't call us, uh, email us at shout at yallheard.me. Yes. Oh, Pete. It's time for plugs. It's time for plugs. I'm sorry, what are your plugs? I was just going to plug the La Brea Purvea because I don't have anything else to plug right now. I also don't have much to plug. I'm going to plug going on Pizza Hut Japan. Not putting the or Pizza Japan and Pizza Hut De- no Pizza Hut Japan and Denny's Japan, but not going to their English menu, going to their Japanese menu, but then using Google Translate so that you see the flavors, but it's also written a little wacky and it's really fun. That's guys. When Simple I, pleasures. Yeah, when I was really depressed, 
and I only had one friend in the world, which was Pete. Uh, I just remember every Friday night, I would just, I would just Google Translate a foreign pizza menu and tell someone the things I read, and it was mm-hmm. funny, and that was my life. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, hi. Hi.